Justice Tech Pros here. So I wanted to talk about a uh, couple things today, but I want to start off with actually a project I was working on that I believe the audience will find interesting, and it may, uh, it, it may actually, for me, it was somewhat of a learning experience because I didn't know how it really worked, and now I'm, tr I'm actually getting an idea of how these things work. Uh, I went on Wikipedia, and I tried updating uh, one of the pages, you know, based on the uh, article that came out that, you know, I've been um, talking about and that you could download, you know, for guilt for the guiltless. So I wanted to update uh, some of the information, which was factually based on court minutes and on motions. So I went on the Wikipedia and I... Uh, filed for edits and you know when you file for edits you have to enter certain coding to enter uh what you want to update what terminology what sentence you want to use but you have to include a citation so i did that i included the citation of the article which then you know links back to the court to trial minutes and it le uh, leads back to motions i mean you don't get any more factual than that right so it's funny i did all the edits last night today when I see it, all the edits are undone. And I'm looking at the users that uh, erase the edits. And one of them's a Wikipedia admin, which, again, now I wasn't familiar with Wikipedia, but I'll tell you about it as I start investigating a little bit. One was supposedly an admin, and another uh, was just a user. I, I guess users could, un you know, anybody could undo edits and they have to give a reason why. <laughs> So I clicked on one of the user's profile, and of course this user is a member of all these forums, these, um, you know, uh, mafia forums and organized crime. So I guess he wasn't crazy about factual evidence being, you know, factual uh, citations being given. So he kept deleting all that. So now the admin steps in. Now when you hear admin, you would think, you know, there's some kind of representative. They represent the organization. They have administrative uh, ability. Now, yeah, they have administrative ab ability, but pretty much when I started looking into it, anybody could be an admin. You just got to apply for it. So it's just some random person that designates themselves in an admin, and if they don't like what you put up, they could delete it. Now, again, like I said, I put up an article that cites court documents, court records, and when I was looking at their citations for this page... They have newspaper articles, they have press releases, they have books. So now any common sense individual would know a court document and a motion and something on a docket is much more factual than a newspaper article, correct? Well, apparently not according to the world of Wikipedia and these admins because once they made the change, I re-edited it again. Make a long story short, this went back and forth a few times. I was actually laughing to myself because I couldn't believe some moron is taking the time to undo what I'm doing where I'm citing things that are factual and they're trying to say that the source is not a legitimate source. And then when I asked them the question because they have they have this thing, it's called Wikipedia Talk. And again, I'm just I figured this all out between yesterday and today because I was never on Wikipedia. I never looked at it, but I wanted to try to get some factual information and not hearsay on a page that I found very relevant and that's close to home. 
And in doing that, I started to uncover how this whole ridiculous Wikipedia actually works. How it works, you know. It's um, So I was going back and forth with the user, and they're trying to tell me, well, the source is not accurate. I, I think he even made a, a comment, he or she, I don't, I don't know what it was, what, he, uh, what they were. He said, um, you know, uh, I checked and the source is not accurate. So then I responded, well, how can a court document or docket information not be accurate? So now I'm arguing with both of these, <laughs> these I don't even know, I, I guess these losers, for lack of a better term, where they're just so concerned with Wikipedia, where I'm trying to update it to factual, but God forbid that happens. They don't want, you know, they don't want the real information being put on Wikipedia. So I'm arguing back and forth with them. Now the big... You know, the big tough admin, the administrator of uh, Wikipedia jumps in and says, well, what you're doing is vandalism. Imagine that. They called it vandalism. So apparently, again, news to me, you could vandalize Wikipedia by putting facts onto it. So he tells me it's vandalism. So I tell him, okay, I'm going to wage a formal complaint because for some reason... Factual information with legitimate citations are not being allowed on to update this page. And all I want to do is update it factually because you have all misinformation on here. And your sources are newspapers, press releases, um, articles on the internet, web pages, but yet you're saying my source is not legitimate, which is a court, again, an article that cites court documents, minutes, which could all be looked up. The docket information could all be pulled, and it could all be vetted. So there's nothing more legitimate than that. So I'm telling them, you know, that I, I need to understand that, why that's going to happen, and I want to uh, contact Wikipedia to, to explain that to me because it doesn't make no sense. So I'm going to contact, you know, uh, the, their departments that handle that. So now this guy jumps in with his administration, you know, power and says... Well, unless you retract what you said about contacting Wikipedia, I'm going to ban you instead of 31 days, three months. So obviously, I'm not going to retract what I said because I could give a rat's ass about being banned from Wikipedia. I mean, it's a joke. But again, I told him, well, that's all great, you know, but either way, what you, you, you're putting is not accurate and I'm going to keep trying to put what's accurate on there. And I'm going to ask Wikipedia why that's not allowed because it doesn't make any sense to me. So, of course, I get banned now. I don't know. I think it's till like September or October. And they banned like uh, they, they banned your IP, you know, so you can't log in for the computer. But if I wanted to be a real ball breaker, I could just go and um, log in, you know, from different computers and different uh, Wi-Fis. But who's got the time for that? But it's just amazing that this is how it operates. You know, you would think, and again, I, I didn't know, you know, how it was really sourced and how the information got put on there. But what's amazing is they have these people who are signed admin who you could clearly tell has some kind of agenda. So when I was looking at their profiles, you could see, I started looking at their profiles and they're members of all these forums that I was telling you about. So right there, that tells me they didn't like that the information I was updating went against all of the BS that they spread on all these different forums. So now, when you think about it, if you start putting the truth out there, 
it's going to knock out all of the gossip and all of the nonsense that exists on all these, you know, different uh, washwoman sites where they talk about uh, people that they're fascinated by. So I just can't believe such a big organization and such a big web presence of Wikipedia is is run in that manner. So now I'm not the type to kind of just accept something. So I went on LinkedIn. I found out. Uh, I contacted every. I looked for Wikipedia positions. I'm contacting the legal team. I'm contacting every department. I think I sent about 50 emails. I'm going to contact every department and I'm going to keep emailing them because I need an answer of why something that's factual, which I could prove is factual, I could cite it, I could offer docket information, I could offer the location. I need to know why that's not allowed to get the information on Wikipedia, which they claim is factual and they claim is accurate and they claim that, you know, they uh, vet it. So I need to understand why that's not allowed to be uploaded. And, you know, it really makes you think, who is running Wikipedia? You know, who's controlling that? And if somebody's, you know, to have a a user, which is supposedly a random user that's just monitoring the page, to be so adamant to undo the changes I made, where I'm putting up factual information that rebuts all of their... BS gossip and all their narrative that they have on somebody's profile. Now, if I'm logging on and I'm refuting all of that, but I'm not just doing basing it on an opinion. I'm not even basing it on uh, newspaper articles. I'm not basing it on press releases, which anybody could put out. I'm basing it on information that could be tracked and verified, and they're not allowing it on. What does that tell you? And I had no you know, um, experience really with Wikipedia. So I didn't know if it was a viable source. I didn't know if it wasn't. I always knew through the years when I would look up stuff and I would see people's names on there. I knew a lot of it was BS. But I had no idea that if you tried to change it and update it with factual information, that you could get this kind of pushback. And especially from the type of people who's pushing back. I mean, guys who were in forums, washwomen and, and, and gossipers who were in forums about people talking about other people's lives, and it just, it doesn't equate to me. So that tells me there's more to it. I mean, you know, and then I was looking at a few articles, and a few articles about Wikipedia where people were saying it is run, there's a lot of time law enforcement will will run it, and they'll they'll be the administrator on it to make sure that any narrative they want to pass is exhibited and displayed on the Wikipedia. And I'm, I'm starting to believe that, because... What else would somebody have to gain by not allowing a legitimate update? It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I was kind of shocked to see that and to see the effort that these two morons are putting into fight factual information. It doesn't make sense. And then when I see that they're members on all of these different forums and groups, you know, that kind of gave away what their agenda is. I guess they don't want to go against their narrative that they push in all these groups about people's lives. You know, if you're putting up information, um, one of the information I wanted to put up was about a a charge in the trial where, you know, the person was acquitted of the charge. And that's factual. He's acquitted. They wouldn't allow that up. They reversed it. They just wanted to keep it. All they focused on, they had a line saying how uh, this uh, person was guilty. You know, when the verdict came out, the verdict was guilty. 
So I wanted to spotlight how one of the charges it was an acquittal wasn't allowed. They reversed the edit. How is that possible? If you're supposedly a page that is supposed to have information that people could go to and look up and some people rely on it. I personally never gave it much credit because a lot of it I just knew was false. But I do see a lot of people uh, online, they'll always cite Wikipedia. You know, if they're, if they're talking about a topic, they'll say, well, Wikipedia says this. So people do give it a lot of credibility. And that's a huge problem because now when you think about that, think about how far that goes and what kind of effect that has. And it really will make you understand why they put so much effort into it. For example, you have somebody going to trial. All they really need to do is make sure that Wikipedia page on this person going to trial is juicy enough to taint that jury pool. So they'll put as much negative information as they can on that and keep it on there. Anything to really tout it up, to really uh, to really, pretty much burn an image into a potential juror's mind about what this individual is all about just by reading the Wikipedia page. And anything positive is not going to make it on that page. Anything factual, obviously, is not going to make that on the page. It's just all the bad. And any kind of search you do on the internet, Wikipedia always pops up on top and it has a little segment for it. So now, an average person, they're sitting on a jury, defendants in front of them. I don't care what anybody says. I find it very hard to believe that if the judge instructs, don't go home, don't Google, don't search. I find it very hard to believe. I'll be shocked if a jury didn't do a quick search at the beginning of every trial or even when they're going through jury selection. You know, before they're even selected, I'll be shocked if nobody did, does a quick search on somebody, on the individual, on the defendant. And now they read that Wikipedia page. You mean to tell me instantly that jury pool isn't tainted? Instantly it's not a, a, an unfair jury? You already planted that seed in the head, and that's not accidental. And especially now that I see the pushback, I want to see how it plays out. I'm going to I'm gonna be naive now, and I'm going to pretend... Uh, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I want to see, I contacted a ton of people, I contacted the legal department, I contacted uh, a lot of higher ups in the company, I pulled their profiles, I got their emails, I'm going to be naive and I want to see if they really give this a legitimate look, and if they then unblock me and then allow the edits. If they do that, I'll change my opinion, where I will say that it must just be some, you know, admins, moderators with an agenda, but Wikipedia as a whole does try to keep things informative if you bring it to their attention. So I'm going to I'm gonna hold my judgment on that. I want to see how this plays out. So I'll let you know on an updated episode. But I want to see how it plays out. Unfortunately, if I had to make a prediction, I'm going to tell you how it's going to play out. They're going to keep it as is. They're going to keep me blocked. And they're not going to let me update it. And then in three months when I'm unblocked, I'll try it again. But again, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I want to see how it plays out. If they're going to go by the facts, if they're going to take the links I sent them, they're going to see that it vets out. And they're going to, I want to know what kind of justifiable reason they could give me to not allow those edits to take place. And again, it's just, you know, you see all these things play out. You see how it works. And if you take a step back, you could see the writing on the wall and how all of these things kind of run into one another. 
you know, if, if you do have somebody running this Wikipedia page, if it all kind of flows into each other, and I try not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, I try to just go by reality and what takes place, and what I'm telling you is reality, this is what I experienced, this happened last night and this morning, so that happened, now as far as how far does it go, that I don't know, I'm just kind of kicking things around now, I want to see how it plays out, but it does make you think, and if you start looking it up on the internet, and you look up Wikipedia, and you look up who runs it, there is a lot of people, there are a lot of people who, who say that it's controlled, you know, and when you see it, and you see these things happen, I don't know, I start to believe it is controlled, because it, it was it was comical, I'm telling you, last night was comical, when I woke up and I seen everything was undone, and then I'm going back and forth, and I'm fighting with these two idiots, and I'm actually laughing to myself, going like, what am I doing fighting with these two morons? But it was just the point, you know, it was aggravating that I'm putting factual and these clowns are just trying to reverse it because they don't agree with it. So, you know, that was very frustrating. And again, I'm not the type to just uh, give up on something. So, you know, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I was watching a movie uh, with my sons, actually, uh, Richard Jewell. And it was about the gentleman who was accused of planting the bomb at the Olympics in Atlanta in 96, I believe. And it really, it really struck a chord because what the media did to this guy, you know, it showed so many things that I discuss. And I was trying to compare, I went online and tried to just research a little bit because I honestly didn't know much about this guy. And I was trying to compare how accurate it was. And the accounts his mother gave and the accounts his lawyer gave, the movie was pretty accurate. So I was just trying to see as far as the theme goes, what they did to this guy and how's, how it was acceptable. And it goes to show the power of what could take place before somebody's even indicted. So now this guy, Richard Jewell, he was a security guard, for whoever may not be aware. He was a security guard at the 96 Olympics. And uh, there was a, a pipe bomb left in a bag. He was the one who discovered it. He tried to get people out of the way. He, he did save a lot of lives, but the bag wound up blowing up, unfortunately. And there was casualties. A lot of people got injured. Now, look how this started. What happened was this guy uh, was apparently fascinated with law enforcement. He always wanted to be in law enforcement. He was suspended. He was actually kicked off the force, I believe, prior but again, that has nothing to do with being a, a bomber. One thing has nothing to do with the other. He was part of a school. He was a security guard in a school. And he and they fired him from the school. They said he was too, you know, rough uh, with the kids. He took his job, you know, too seriously as a security guard. Now, again, it seemed like the principal or the head at the school had almost a, a, a grudge against this guy. He didn't like the guy. So he sees on the news... That this guy was this hero, the security guard was his hero, and he helped people, you know, he, he warned everybody about the bomb, he found the bomb. The principal or whatever at the, at the college <clears throat> where he worked called the FBI and basically told them, you know, I just want to give you a heads up. This guy was, you know, he didn't have a great track record. He had a bunch of write-ups and things like that. So now they, he puts the seed in the FBI's head that this is their target. Now, this is what I found funny and interesting. So now the FBI narrows in on this guy. They give this whole spiel about how he fits the profile. You know how they do a profile, a criminal profile on somebody. And he fits the profile how he's a sole 
bomber. He's ex-law enforcement. He's got an axe to grime. And they focus on him being like a, a lone wolf. They keep focusing on that. And that's why they started uh, zeroing in on him. And they, they believed it had to do with he wanted to have that hero um, acknowledgement. He wanted to be somebody who got acknowledged for being a hero. So he planted it and then he discovered it. But they kept focusing on the lone wolf theory. Now, as it played out, they realized he could a phone call was made to 911 from the actual bomber, which you know came out a couple years later. Thankfully, they wound up uh, getting the guy. I think six years later, they arrested the real bomber. But he wanted, that guy made a phone call from a payphone. So then they found out there was no possible way that this Richard Jewell could have made that phone call and then got back to the uh, location where the bomb went off. So now the whole theory of the lone wolf goes out the window, and now they say, well, he must have had an accomplice. And my point is, it just goes to show when they're so narrowed in, they had one theory. So now the facts bring you somewhere else. You know it can't be the guy. It obviously is not the guy. Rather than let go of that theory that it's the guy and start focusing on other possible suspects, they tailor the whole story to where it is now he has accomplice. So my question is, well, what happened to the original theory that had you focus on the guy where he was supposedly this lone wolf and, and fit the profile? Now that that went out the window, that he had an accomplice, you're, gonna th- you're just going to alter it? Wouldn't that have you take a step back and say, well, wait a minute, we have the wrong guy? And it's, it's troubling because that's not what happens. They just won't alter it. You know, they won't realize... If, if the evidence doesn't lead them where they want it to lead... It almost is, you know, they'll twist it to make it go in the direction they want to get the target they're seeking. Then on top of it, they show, which this happens, somebody leaked uh, the uh, story that this guy was a target to the media. And it, you know, it had to be the FBI because they were the ones investigating him. And the media made this poor guy's life a living hell. They had him guilty before anything. I mean, the headlines, they had him plastered all over. They were outside his house. They destroyed this guy's life. They had him as a, as a bomber. I mean, imagine what he must have had to go through where now one day you're feeling good about yourself because you saved a bunch of people and the next you're being accused of being the bomber and you're whole, you're, he was all over the newspaper. They had him on every kind of headline as the bomber. It destroyed his life. I think it took about 88 days till they finally cleared him and said it wasn't him. But think about the damage that was done in those 88 days and how somebody's life could be completely ripped from them all because of being wrongfully targeted, having the media then play into that, post your name all over the place, post all negative things about you, air your life out there, and then pretty much after 88 days, oh, he wasn't the guy. So it all goes back to a lot of the prior episodes, you know, where innocent to proven guilty and all that. They had this guy guilty, immediately guilty. And I just don't understand how these things could play out in our country. All of these things could play out in the media and this to have people guilty without knowing any of the facts, going by uh, whispers, going by hearsay, and they just print everything as its facts. And it really was an eye-opener in the sense that you just see how the average person's life 
could be totally twisted upside down. This is somebody without a label, without some kind of being accused of being a member of anything. And they just, even that, if you they laser in and focus on you, your whole world could be spun around. And it's all a matter of being in the crosshairs and then the media picking up on that, printing all f- fictional information and just running with it without even, you know, taking into account the damage it could do. And it's a major problem. You know, it's... Again, I don't know the answers to these things because it's not going to change. We know it's not going to change, but my only solution is just to make everybody aware of what takes place. So hopefully it's a little eye-opening. And if the time comes where you're serving on a jury, you remember these things and you realize how things really play out and take that into account when you're dealing with a defendant. And I tell you, I give this guy credit because he did fight back. You know, he wound up suing everybody. I know we won a lot of money um, from different people. Uh, and unfortunately, the, the guy died. He died of, uh, I think, heart failure. He had some underlying diseases. It's a shame. But, uh, you know, he wound up fighting back. He even testified before the uh, subcommittee at the uh, U.S. House of Representatives. And he called for an independent investigation into, like, the FBI agents and the methods they used because it was determined later on they tried to trick him into signing a document. I believe it was a a waiver. Uh, They were trying to trick him into signing, like, a waiver of his constitutional rights. They told him he was taking part in a training video about bomb detection. But imagine that. They were trying to trick this guy into signing a, wa- a waiver to waive away his constitutional rights by telling him he was going to be in a, in a video. It's, I mean, when you see these tactics and you read about them, you just can't understand how these things are done and how changes aren't immediately made. You know, there's a lot going on in the world now. Everybody's looking for change. And on that level, I'm all for it. As far as reform, I just think it's... It goes a lot further than the cops, you know, and law enforcement. It goes on every level. There's got to be, there's got to be reform on, you know, the judicial level, on the prosecutorial level, on on the law enforcement level. I mean, across the board, there has to be checks and balances in place. There has to be a fair system for all. There really does. And maybe if one positive thing could come out of all this, maybe some change will start to happen. You know, because right now, it's obviously, it doesn't exist for a lot of people. A lot of people are going through the system, and they shouldn't be. And a lot of people are being treated poorly, unfairly. They're not getting the right to a fair trial. They're having the constitutional rights stripped from them. They're not receiving a fair trial. They're not receiving a a, a jury of their peers. They're receiving a jury that's already prejudiced, already holds biased. You know, there's so many things, and I'm not going to get into that today. I've talked about it on past episodes, but there's just so many things that destroy the process right now as it is. And things need to be changed on that level. There's no doubt about it. Things have to be put in order, things have to be changed, and they have to, like I always say, how the courtroom is different than the books, the textbooks, well, we needed to start matching up to the textbooks, you know, what's written 
on that piece of paper needs to start playing out in the courtroom. That's the only way to try to, you know, get a fair trial where people are up against a fair system. It's the only way it should work. And even then it won't be perfect, but at least you know it's working according to how it was written and how it's supposed to work. Right now it's not doing that. So that's it for today. I'll keep you updated uh, how the Wikipedia mayhem turns out. And that's all for now. Take care.